Hello, and welcome to Combos for a Bubbly Life, a place where we talk about ways for you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Hello, and welcome to Convos for a Bubbly Life. I'm your host, Tiara, aka T, and I love to live a life that is bubbly. We are exploring the journey of creating your version of a bubbly life, an extraordinary life designed by you. So let's get to it. Today, uh, we have a very special episode. We have a friend of mine from good old Virginia Tech, uh, Tierney Cashman here with us uh, to chat a little bit about how she's living a bubbly life. So um, Tierney, would you introduce yourself, please? Yes. Hi. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm Tierney. I am a uh, curriculum writer. I'm a an amateur writer in my spare time. I'm a mom. I'm a mental health advocate. And I'm just all about living your best bubbly life. I love it. So um, can you define what does a bubbly life mean to you and how you're living it? Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, I think living a bubbly life is just doing your passions, which is, you know, if you're passionate about family, if you're passionate about baking, trying new things, having adventures, really finding that space for your self-care to to interact with that thing that makes you passionate and, ma- and makes, your, makes you wake up in the morning. I love it. And what are you passionate about? Oh my gosh. Well, I love my kids. So I, anytime I get to brag or show pictures, I'm totally that mom. That's like <laughs> you're afraid to talk to, you know, like, oh my God, she's just going to show pictures of her kids. That's me. It's fine. No shame. Um, but I'm writing. I'm like very, uh, very passionate about, you know, writing what I'm feeling. I, I write a lot of different genres and reading and, um, and uh, mental health, just making sure folks can be their authentic selves and take care of themselves when they're struggling and when and uh, you know bask in those moments when they're super super happy and find ways to maintain that happiness and joy. Mm. What got you into writing? So my dad is a writer, and he is uh, he you know majored in English, and I majored in English. Although um, he majored in English at uh, EVA, the enemy. So it's, it's actually, that's actually, right? You know, that's actually not okay to say because I'm um, working on my EDS from EVA right now. So that's, yeah. that's not okay to say because now I'm paying them a lot of money. But um, <laughs> so, you know, literature was always like, um, sorry about Homer. He's excited too. Um, I love you know, it. He was always passionate about literature and we were always reading everything. So he inspired me to write and we write very different stuff. We write very different genres. Um, but I think it's just a beautiful way of communicating and getting word out there and expressing yourself creatively and failing and rising and failing again. And so I love it. Oh, that's amazing. Um, what kind of tips would you have for anyone that wanted to get into writing um, and and explain, expand on that ability to communicate? Hmm. I would say reading everything. Reading everything that you don't think you would like. Because, and understanding that every genre is literature. Mm-hmm. Um, romance is literature, smut, 
you know, literary classics, whatever, magazines, and finding your voice. They say, write what you know mm -hmm. is true, but write what you feel. Don't be inauthentic. Don't write something in a way that you think people will like better. I remember I wrote this blog, like, I don't know, three years ago. Mm -hmm. And it was this poem for Father's Day. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to get like so many shares and likes because it's like such a cool poem, blah, blah, blah. First of all, I got zero shares. And it was such BS. Like it was not the thing that I write that I want to write. And I just wrote it to have like a pot boiler. Yeah. Um, and so I just think like, you know, read a lot, get a good vocabulary so that you know how to write and describe the things you want. But stay true to yourself and just like my biggest, can we, do we curse on here? Are yes, you we do. <laughs> so the best advice I can give is put shit on a page, put shit on a page. Don't stress about the words, just put shit on a page and then go back and say, is this saying what I want? And then just keep going back. You don't have to turn it in, like do what you feel. So. Ah, uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I heard you say that one of your passions was also working with like mental health and, and supporting people with that. So uh, can you share some like mental health tips that you have or what helps you kind of, um, you know, stay grounded and, and, and down the path that you want to be down? Yeah. So acknowledge when you're struggling, Ooh. acknowledge it because you can be your best friend and you can be your worst enemy. And when you push it down and push it down and keep trying to like, look, resilience is different than ignoring the problem, mm -hmm. right? Resilience is acknowledging that there's something and continuing on while you're finding solutions for that problem, right? But ignoring the problem is not resilience. That's just like hurting yourself. So yeah, acknowledge your struggles and then find your person, whether it's a therapist, whether it's your, I mean, don't, don't treat your best friend like your therapist because therapists are trained, but mm -hmm. um, find your person, find your support system. You're not alone. And, um, you know, find a community online, find, find whatever it is to, to find your spot to feel loved. Yes. I love all of that. Um, one of the things I always talk about in like in creating the life that you always want and like living an extraordinary life is the self-awareness. So acknowledging like where you are and, and making it and let, allowing it to be okay is also, I think, super important. And I nice. love the support system, right? Um, whether we go the professional route or someone else, uh, I like that you said your best friend is not trained. Uh, <laughs> I, I have some friends and we always make a point to be like, do you have have the space to like, hear me like bitch for a second or whatever. Yes. And I think it's so like the first time someone asked me that it was like, so mind blowing for me because like, I, I, I feel like I've always had this kind of uh, personality where a lot of people will like dump on me and, and no, like, <laughs> no, oh, no yeah, disrespect to anybody like that. that. But, yes. um, and I, and, you know, like I kind of glorify that, like, oh yeah, I'm always the person that people lean on. And I was great, but I wasn't realizing how it takes a toll of my own personal energy. And it's uh, like, you know, I'm emptying my own cup without filling my own cup up. And the yes. first time when someone was just like, Hey, do you have space to like, hear me bitch for a second? I was like, yeah, totally. And it just, it was, it like lifted my spirit up just a little bit more to like hold that sacred space for them just because they yeah. asked that question. So I always like to share that like little moment. Um, 
So people I love that. have that in their back pocket. Yeah. Boundaries are so important. And I think for empathetic people like you, you, you know, you give and you give and we do get joy from giving, but there's also, you know, there's so much and we have to give to ourselves in the same way. And so I love that your friends ask that. I, I try to ask, you know, do you want a solution right now or do you want to vent? Because they're, they're very different. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I've been asking that, but my sister said, that's a, that sounds a little therapy tyranny. (laughs) You know what? That's fair. That's fair. But I, so that's, so I'm going to, I'm going to steal what, what you said just now. Like, do you have the space for me to vent right now? I love that. Yeah. I love, I also love asking that question too. Like, I I feel like sometimes I don't do it enough because I automatically go into problem solving mode, yeah. but sometimes, you know, you just need to like get it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like I hate, I hate so-and-so she sucks, blah, 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 blah. Like if you're trying to give me her perspective, it's so important. Like yeah. I'm learning the other person's perspective, but also in that moment, I am not thinking about her perspective. <laughs> in that moment, I just want to like tell you what a bitch she is. Right. right. And so then 20 minutes, we can come back, but it's the coming back that's important, right? Like the willingness to come back to the conversation and say, okay, I reacted a little bit strongly there. Now I actually want to have like a working relationship with this person, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah, it's so, um, I know it's it's funny for me, like I've been, one of the things I've been working on is like not getting like so immediately like triggered by things. And you know, as I'm like on this journey, part of me is just like, well, you know what? Like we're human, right? A part of the human experience is to be triggered. Like if we're not triggered, then we're probably dead. (laughs) So like, yeah, yeah. there's no perfect ending, right? This is just like us growing and expanding and it's okay to have emotions and have that. It's just important to have the awareness of like, what am I feeling right now? And like getting it out so that we can actually move forward toward what we actually want to experience. Yes, absolutely agree. Yes. I love it. Um, what would you say are some pivotal moments that, that, um, have come up in your life that have led you to where you are right now? Oh, you know, I, so, oh my gosh, so many. So I, I guess I, I'm going to go to like my, my, my three pillars, which are like mental health, uh, body positivity and like self-love. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, the, the big obvious ones are like meeting my husband in college, um, and, you know, working on our relationship and now being together and, um, having my kids so a few big things though, I remember, you know, I, I was very lucky to do theater with you in college and I was told by a professor that I was too big to ever get a leading role. And I proceeded then to drop the program oh. and, and I didn't drop the program because my passion for theater had, had had gone. I loved our school so much. I didn't want to drop our school, but I also didn't want to be taught by people who felt that way. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm glad, and I made the right decision. I don't think of it as giving up and stuff, but I realized like, wow, how, if, and that might be a person's perspective and I can't change the person's perspective, but I can change my confidence with it, my love with it and how I judge other people. And I caught myself judging other people for how they looked or being like, Ooh, she got big. Good. Cause she was such a bitch in high school. And I was like, 
been there, done that. Right? Like, I was like, good, good. I'm so glad that you, you know, and like, what a toxic, like, thing to think. Now, we, yeah, like you said, like, we can all get there and we can all have those moments where we're like, you know what, if anybody deserves to be as ugly on the outside as maybe we think they are on the inside, like, we don't know, we don't know their struggles. We don't know Mm -hmm. all the things they're going through. And so is that really like a judgment that I want to put out on the world? And instead, like, I really caught myself and, you know, examined like, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm, I can say things like that. And I don't want people to look at me and think those things. So that, that was a really big moment in body positivity and self-love for me. Um, mental health. I, so, oh my gosh, so many things. So I had postpartum depression after both of my girls and I have bad anxiety and depression. And I've struggled with that since I was a teenager. And I realized that, you know, I wasn't being dramatic, right? I kept being told like, oh, you're so dramatic. This isn't a big deal. This isn't a big deal. And I thought, well, then why do I think this is a big deal? If it's not a big deal, like I just feel crazy. Like I don't, I just feel right. And I, and so I, when I realized I wasn't crazy, there was a name, right. And that name is like anxiety and that name is depression. And like, it blows, right. It's like, oh, Shen, I've got anxiety and depression. Like, I'm like one in four, you know? And Um, But I realized that like, there is no shame in having that at all. There's nothing like, I am aware of it. My husband is aware of it. Even my work is aware of it. Mm -hmm. And we're, and you know, I'm not like, oh my God, I'm having like such a depressive episode boss, like blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'm actually, I'm struggling personally right now. I, uh, and she was, and my boss is like, what do you need? What do you need from me? And it's such a healthy environment. And right. It's just like, So I've, and so now when I put out my mental health stories and somebody really close to me said, you talk about your depression, aren't you afraid of what people are going to think about you? And I'm like, well, what are they going to think that I have depression and any other judgment that comes from that, any other judgment, like, oh, well, you're a bad mom because you have depression or you are like a bad wife because you have a depression. You're, you must be a bad worker because you have depression. That is so on them. Mm-hmm. So on them, because none of that is true. I am an amazing mom, an amazing worker, an amazing wife, because I acknowledge my shit. And I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to have a depressive episode. What help do I need? Mm-hmm. You know? And so I want to spread the word like I have depression and I can be successful and not every moment is going to be successful. And a lot of moments are going to be ugly and sad and hard, but I'm here and you're here and we got this. Like we can like function and be our best selves because of this thing that we have, you know? So, yeah. (laughs) Oh, so good. Oh my God. I love that. You know, there's... I heard the word shame and I feel like so much is like encompassed in that word. And I think, you know, everybody has some relatable moment with shame, whether it's like feeling shame about our appearance, because God knows, right? (laughs) There is some, you know, whoever created what like our, what the vision of beauty is supposed to be. I I, I don't know. (laughs) So over it. Yeah. So frustrating, so frustrating because we're so gorgeous. We're so gorgeous. And just because we are like in size zeros are gorgeous and size twos are gorgeous. It's like, oh, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's like it just drives me insane when when there's this ideal and it's like 
yes, there, there is health. We should be healthy, right? We, we should be able to do that. And that's great. But if you've got like chunk or something, cool, girl, like get it. Like who, I mean, people suck and we're bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> people do <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, for those who are listening, who haven't, might not have seen, um, this is like being recorded like two days after someone said something very not nice to me on social media and that's okay. And I made a video and I was just like, that's their opinion. We are going to delete and block this person and I'm going to keep it moving and I'm going to keep shining. And love it. It like, is it for me? It's like, I used to carry so much shame about around what I'm thinking other people think of me based off of what one or two people have said that have really impacted me because it didn't, it wasn't nice and it didn't feel good to hear it. And I wanted to avoid that situation ever again. And I've come to this place of like, you know what? Other people's opinions, other people's judgments, like have nothing to do with me. And I don't give a fuck about it, whether it's like positive or negative, like, you know, I'm going to go down my own personal road. Yes. If it's positive, then hell, like I'm going to, I do luxuriate in it and I love it. Yeah. But like, you know, when people, I feel like mean people and hurt people are going to say hurt people, hurt things, right? They're, they have their own shit that they're going through and they might not have the resources to figure out what their shit is. And and so I try to like, not come from a pitying space, but an understanding space of like, you know what, that's, that's your bad, honey. And I am not picking it up. I'm going to keep going down my road. I, I love that perspective so much because it's so easy to get into like, you know, this dick has has a lot I was gonna make a joke but then I realized my joke was a judgment so not gonna do that but um, like you know we can look at this person and be like oh my gosh if they think this about me this must be true and blah 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 blah. and the thing is like it, it reminds me of when Patton Oswalt somebody was like tweeting at Patton Oswalt and like majorly shitting on him and Patton Oswalt like almost fired back because he's like real clever right so he could come up with a lot of stuff but he ends up looking at this guy's profile and the guy was like dying of cancer so Patton Oswalt makes a GoFundMe for this guy who's like trolling him and I was like this is the and Sarah Silverman did the same thing for Mm -hmm. somebody and I was like this is so perfect because we we do lash out at people and it doesn't make it okay but those people are just struggling you know, and like, we're better and we're not, we're not better than people struggling, but we are better than like folding into the trolling, you know, we're better than that. Like we are stronger and we can look at ourselves and say, I'm gorgeous. And they don't, there's, they're, they're having a bad day. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, so I know you had mentioned having a blog. Can you talk a little bit about that and where people can find it? Yeah. So I'm on Facebook, um, solely Facebook right now. Um, I, it's called authentic motherhood, uh, by Tierney Cashman. I, uh, write about body positivity, parenting, self-love. I also talk about education and some, uh, world events and stuff. Um, I just want it to be a safe space for people to be okay with making mistakes and be okay, you know, wanting support and Mm -hmm. laughing and crying and you know it used to be just funny 
my blog. I used to just post really funny stories of my kids and stuff, but now I'm like, that's not authentic. That way, you know, authenticity is being funny, but also um, struggling sometimes and, you know, wanting love. So that's, that's my blog. There it is. (laughs) I love it. And um, you said it's on, on Facebook and then what's your Facebook page? It's called Authentic Motherhood. Um, Yeah. So it's pretty, it's, yeah, it's, I I say our page is small, but mighty. I love it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. And I heard you say it's okay to make mistakes. And um, I wanted to kind of like go back to that point because it's something, and I I recently, well, not super recently, but like six months ago, started a new job. And I got to say like the culture at this, at this company is like, unlike any that I've really ever experienced, which is like amazing. And, um, especially working in sales, (laughs) (laughs) talking to people all day. And some people can like the gambit of emotions and, um, personalities that you can like work with is amazing. And, um, the conversation about like, you know, when you get started, you're not going to do it perfectly. So like, just try, just like go out there and do something. Um, and you know, really thinking about mistakes as opportunities to learn and grow and move forward. So we do something, it didn't end up the way you wanted it to. What did you, what did you learn from this moment? Uh, and what can you do better the next time? And we're just taking baby steps forward to creating our extraordinary life. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. I love it. Well, do you have anything else that you would like to share with our audience for today? I just love you. And (laughs) I just love all the positivity that you put out there. And I love all your listeners. And I just want everybody to know that they're not alone. They're really not. Whatever they're going through is unique to them, but it's not unique to, to the world. There is a person who is feeling or has felt and will feel what you're feeling. And yes, unique circumstances. Everyone's an individual. However, you do have love. And, um, I know that sounds hippy dippy and I don't care because it's true. And um, I love it. (laughs) You're just loved. So, Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you so much for being on here, Tierney. Friends, remember, um, you can always go to www.abubbly.life slash luxury living to check out all the things that we've got going on. Uh, I will definitely be putting the link to Tierney's um, blog in the description of this uh, podcast. So you can check that out. And I will catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Combos for a Bubbly Life. I invite you to subscribe, comment, and of course, follow the link in the description of this video to tap into more ways for you to live a bubbly life. Love you. Thank you.